0: Digital Marketing Radio, episode 132 How to Stand Out in the Crowded Digital World. DigitalMarketingRadio.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Aweber. Build your email list, engage your subscribers, do email the right way. I've arranged a special deal for all Digital Marketing Radio listeners, and that's a 60 day free trial with the email marketing software provider I use, Aweber. Lock in your 60-day free trial plus view a video that I've recorded on the three reasons why I use their service at aweber.com/dmr. So just go to aweber.com/dmr to get started today. The big interview with David Bane Woo-hoo. Hello everyone indeed Yeah, you th- throwing up a little uh, little banner there That's cool yeah, sorry,
1: Hello. I didn't mean to throw you off
0: that <laughs> <laughs> That's cool No, I tell <laughs> everyone I'm David Bain and this is Digital Marketing Radio So it's weekly interviews with online marketing gurus And you can of course catch up with all the previous episodes at digitalmarketingradio.com so, I am joined today by two chaps who love showing small businesses how to unleash the power of standing out in a competitive world. They run what they call their very own standout marketing company. Welcome to DMR, Andrew and Pete.
1: Thank you very Woo! much. Thank you for having Hi. us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, crowd effect going, <laughs> no, I don't have that, sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: <aw>. <laughs> so, tell everyone, which, which one's Andrew and which one's Pete?
1: So, I'm Andrew. And, uh, this is uh, Pete. and I'm Pete, the better looking one. Hey.
2: Shorter
0: one. And and the banter just goes downhill from here. (laughs) You you can find the guys over at andrewandpete.com. So, what I'm going to do is start firing questions at both of you and just see who answers, okay? All right, cool. So, what are some of the most effective standout marketing activities at the moment? Oh,
2: that's a tough question. That's a good question. There's so many things you can do these days. um, And especially online, the world's kind of oyster now. But Essentially, the competition's potted up as well. So you're not just against your local market anymore. You're not just against people in your town or even your country. You're against though you really have to step up your game this,
1: this, yeah. this day and age. Yeah, I think this is why we're so passionate about showing small businesses how to be just a little bit different with the marketing. Because as much as we absolutely love digital and online marketing, It is crazily competitive and often really, really noisy as well. (laughs) So how did
0: you guys actually get going? How did you get into business together then?
1: So we... Our eyes met across a crowded room.
2: (laughs) 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 You said you wouldn't tell
1: that story. No, no, sorry. So (laughs) uh,
2: we kind of met each other at university and we bonded over the fact that we wanted to one day rule the world. And um, we, we really got together over uni um, with, with our business. And we run Young, a Young Entrepreneur Society. And um, we, we came out of uni and we had a huge problem. Andrew, Andrew wanted to move in with his girlfriend in Newcastle. Bearing in mind, we lived on the other side of the country at this point. So we went to Newcastle and... We had no contacts there whatsoever. We didn't really have a proper business at that point. We didn't have any money. We didn't have a job. We didn't have any clients or any business contacts. So we thought, oh, my God, how the hell are we going to get ourselves out there? How are we going to get our name out there? And why should anyone consider us over everyone else that's got 10 years more experience than us? And at that point, we looked about 12. So, it was even 13, 13 yeah no yeah, 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 yeah. and a half <laughs> so that's when we kind of got into this standout marketing how can we get attention how can we get people to notice us so we got out there in a big way we, we didn't do anything that everyone else was doing like we, we went to networking events and we brought like uh fireworks indoor fireworks and party poppers and we did all these like fun speeches and we threw chocolate out and stuff like this
1: um,
2: it, it caused a bit of a stir and uh, we would do the same on digital as well so everything on digital we don't we, we just look at what everyone else is doing and then try and step it up
1: so I'll go in a completely different direction yeah.
0: if, if people check out your avatars online they can see these bombed faces where did this come from yeah
1: well this is kind of a good point so we always say if you want to stand out an easy place to start is with the boring so the really boring samey parts of business so your business cards your twitter photos your um bios these kind of things even like your proposals or your email signatures they're all great chances to do something a little bit different so we knew we needed new headshots and we kind of applied that principle. We thought, okay, everybody else is usually on a, on a white background or a colored background, just kind of smiling nicely. And we were launching a new service called Atomic at the time. And we thought, okay, how can we make a headshot that's going to get everybody's attention?
2: Yeah, how can we get across our brand, what we want to do? We're all about standout marketing. We want to make your business go boom. So we went to our photographer, who's amazing. Laura Perman, Perman Photography. And she said, we want to we look exploded. You know, without a single hesitation, she goes, right, well, you need to go to Asda and buy some uh, eyeshadow. And then you need to go to B&Q and buy some smoke pellets. And I'm like, how do you know this? Yeah,
0: <laughs> She's had that request multiple times before. Yeah, yeah
1: there is no standout. <laughs> but the point there is, That is something that was so easy to kind of do differently. Mm. And we've got so much interaction just from that photo. Yes. It's like Like crazy.
2: Every every week we get at least someone pointing it out and commenting on it and sharing it even. So how did you you come up with
0: the idea that that's what you wanted to do, you wanted to look exploited? There must be a story behind that.
2: It's just about brainstorming and getting together.
1: So we're quite lucky because there is two of us. So we would say to anybody that doesn't have like a crazy best friend, go <laughs> go out and find one. <laughs> go out and find somebody that you yeah. can be open with, mm-hmm. and that you can bash around ideas. Because for every yeah. like good idea we have, we probably have about twenty crazy ones that the other person nixes straight away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how
0: do you is decide it? which one is the crazy good one and which one's the crazy bad one?
2: It, it's a and, gut. Sometimes, yeah, it's it? kind of
1: a gut feeling. Sometimes if we're brainstorming an idea, we'll have a few different ideas and there'll be one that we both kind of like, but we, may, we might not love it straight away. But then you find yourselves comparing every idea to that one. Yeah,
2: and it's not as good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and then you know that's the one. A big, <laughs> a big
2: important factor is the, um, the brand. So does it go with your brand values? Yeah. You need to have your brand values like nailed down to a T. So we always say choose at least five brand values to stick by and know exactly what they mean to you yeah. and how you're going to get
1: them across. So by a brand value, we mean how do you want other people to describe your business? Mm. So a brand is almost not in your hands anymore. You so can do have do you, your- you mean
0: establishing a buyer persona as well or is that not the same
1: thing? kind of kind of similar yeah kind of the same thing but kind of slightly different as well so a brand is the gut feeling people get when they're dealing with your business that's how we describe it anyway there's a lot of kind of definitions out there but you need to really understand what your brand is so when you're thinking of good ideas to stand out it's kind of hitting all of those we're not like suggesting to everybody go out and get exploded <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah so so the key question i reckon is can you help boring people stand out with visual marketing
1: yes we love yes. this question
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay i need
0: a more original question then yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> no we love this because what we're trying to say is stand out and be different we're not trying to say be crazy hmm. yeah so um it needs to resonate with your brand but it also needs to stand out. So there's two kind of ways that we see people can can stand out. And that is by being uh, better or by being different. And in the sense of different, we mean remarkable. So I'll quickly go through these with you. Sure. Um, when we say better, we mean can you be uh, faster? So... Can you get stuff out there quicker? If you tweet, right, do you tweet once a day or twice a day? Kim Gas tweets on average like 100 times a day. And she has hundreds of thousands of followers. There's a reason for that. Um, when you're replying to emails, a lot of small businesses, startups, they've got a lot of things that they can use to their advantage to make themselves faster, like time. You know, if you haven't got a lot of clients, use the extra time to do what you're doing for people faster. So, if someone emails you, can you provide support super quick? Can you go the extra mile and do that quickly? Um, so, the second thing, other than sp- first thing, speed, secondly, would be frequency. So, how often are you doing stuff? I I say, Kim Gauss tweets like a ton. Can, can, you, not, can you
0: not tweet too much,
1: though? It, oh, we, we don't think so, to be honest. Twitter is so, so fast-paced. Yeah. Yeah. If you tweet and then
2: like 20 seconds, like every refresh, there's like 100 new tweets gone.
0: It depends it, how many people you're following, though. It, if you're does, following got 50 got or of, whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It does, but a lot of people these days
1: are following hundreds and thousands yeah. of people. Well, it really depends how many people who are following you, how many people are they following?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I
2: guess it depends on your audience as well. Yeah. Um, so there's speed, frequency, um, usefulness is the next important thing. So, I'm you want to go for that one?
1: Yeah. So, up your game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> We're like life's learners. We are learning constantly about new things about our industry. And we would recommend to everybody to do that too because the more useful content you can create and get out there yeah the more people are going to look to you as that expert in your field
0: so so you talk about standing out in lots of different areas one area you mentioned in was your email signature i mean for instance what would you do to your email signature to stand out
1: our email signature is not as crazy as it we probably should make it is it (laughs) what we do have in our email signature is a way to build our list so we have a link to a um a lead magnet that people can go and sign up for straight away, a lot of people miss that as a crucial way to grow their email list.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
1: Like, like when
2: we were saying about some of the boring parts, obviously we've not gone and done every single thing we possibly can, but we have done a few things, key things really well. Like for example, our proposals, if we were ever to send a proposal to someone, we don't just send a Word document, We've got a fully designed, awesome PDF. And the very first thing you see on that is an absolutely hilarious picture of us. (laughs) (laughs) And instantly it gets them smiling. And yeah, they want to work with these people. Now it's a kind of picture where if you're a stuffy accountant or something like that, a professional, that's not our brand. That's not who we want to work with. So they're going to be put off by that. Mm -hmm. The people who we do want we're gonna love that so um we have that whole love hate thing we, we like to be marmite because mm. if, if you want people to love you then people must hate you by definition um, and,
0: and have you always been like that or did you take a while to get to that stage
2: we've taken a little while to be like that yeah. because we're people pleasers. we always like we hate it if someone doesn't like us yeah <laughs> uh, we're always trying to make people happy and i think that goes a long way um, to our success, and, and about, it says a lot about our service because we always want to do our best for people. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, say? but then I feel like as time's gone on, mm-hmm. we've realized we not everybody is it. for us, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like people need to feel comfortable that some customers just aren't for them and shouldn't be working with them. Yeah,
2: so I mean, as the sooner th- you realize that, the better because otherwise you get awkward clients. Yeah. and if you're not enjoying <laughs> working with people or whatever, then it's not going to work for you.
0: So, so you um, can probably, you know, pull that off very well with content marketing, um, with building that relationship with people over time. But w- mm-hmm. what about when you're doing advertising? Because I, I see you actually do a talk on Facebook advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, do you try and drive people to a sale immediately from that? Uh, and if you don't, okay, so so is there is there any form of advertising that you've tried to do to drive people to a sale immediately from and and if you were to do that would you try and do that with the same kind of personality or would you change the way you did things for
1: that um, we've never gone straight for the sale no, from a Facebook never. ad, we always go f- for the email and yeah. then for the sale, if we were to go straight for the sale, I feel like we wouldn't change much to be honest I think we'd
2: try and make the world's best sales page yeah <laughs> <laughs> would and what have, would that look like? yeah would bells and whistles and videos and audios
1: and three D glasses. Yeah. It, <laughs> it would
0: take about two days to load, but once it loaded, yeah. it would be the world's best.
1: We have the world's best buffering symbol as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We, we all, you're
2: competing against the world these days, so nothing can be average. Otherwise, you're below average. You know, you it's. It's, it's really difficult, but you have to just put your all into everything. Yeah. And to do that, you need to do
1: less, which is a key point there. Yeah, we talk, so, yeah I was going to say, we talked to a lot of our clients about there's a part of the brain called... I mean, we're not scientists at all. We, we, <laughs> we Google this. There's a part of the brain called the hippocampus, which is responsible for memory. Mm-hmm. And the reason people don't get business is because people aren't ready to buy right now. Like if you went and asked a hundred people, do you want my service? 99% of them are probably gonna say no, not not now. But that doesn't mean they're never going to be ready to buy. However, the other issue we come up against is that people have a really short memory. So when they are ready to buy, if you haven't done something that's memorable, they're not going to remember you. Mm -hmm. So we talk about marketing, in terms of lodging ourselves in people's hippo compasses. <laughs> so, <laughs> right up there. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, when people opt into your email list, when you're building that relationship with them, do you just send them relevant, very up to date information? Or do, do you have a, an autoresponder sequence that delivers people value that you've yeah. published previously yeah. as well?
2: Yeah. So, we try and maximize that relationship straight away so we do everything we can to make sure they read that first email um and when they read that first email we want them to read the next email so we actually say in it um here's the uh the lead magnet or whatever they've opted in for um also here's some extra information for you we've given you two bonus ebooks for example mm-hmm. and tomorrow we're going to send you our absolute best um Content. content so watch out for that tomorrow at the same time and then on that one we give them all this amazing content and then we say tomorrow you're gonna get something even better
1: you know we're trying to
2: build up this relationship so much and i uh, trust so and you don't it's, you it's don't re- tell them
0: what it is or what, what it's going to be you just say just wait until mm-hmm. tomorrow then i'll tell you then Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> such a tease. So do you actually know what it's going
0: to be, or <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we know yeah. it. It's all
2: it's all automated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah our, our newsletters, we get the highest praise for that. That's what we absolutely love. Our newsletters, and we get so much out of them. Um, and we never sell at all. So going back to that point, we, we Bradley, never we yeah. never really sell. Um, so our newsletter is called Atomic Light. Number one, because it's different. And number two, because newsletter has connotations of being a bit spammy. So you definitely don't want that. If anyone's got a newsletter, I would say brand it up. Mm -hmm. Call it something, give it a name. Make it sound like it's worth something. So Atomic Light is essentially our free version of Atomic, our membership support site for marketing. So when you subscribe to Atomic Light, not only do you get a lot of cool free stuff, um, you get all this monthly advice. So it's indirectly selling.
1: Yeah. It's like teasing them, this is what you could be getting even yeah. more of Yeah. if you buy. So, so if you like this stuff, you love Atomic. Yeah. Um, we do tell people, it's not like we never ever sell. Yeah. We do tell people yeah. like this is, yeah. if you want more, here it is. But yeah. never full on sales emails.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a great way of selling. I mean, I'm sure you do things like um, explaining to people within the newsletter what's happening inside um, the full membership. And you'll maybe give an example of, of, of a bit of training and, and you won't yeah. even have to sell. You'll just have to say, um, this is a, a bit of the content free just for you. Um, and then, yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Great. Exactly. It's a, it's a teaser. Um, but it, it works so well to, to move them on to the next stage. And it works so well to build up that trust. We've had people buy from us straight away after that. And we've had people buy from us like a year later. Like someone who met us at a networking event for like five minutes. Not even that, like brief, brief hello. And because we were pretty standout at the event and they remembered us. um, And because they've been following our newsletters, they unsubscribed from everything else, except from ours, we get that a lot. (laughs) Um, they, they subscribed to us and they followed us for a whole year until eventually they were like I need a marketing person I'll speak to Andrew and Pete because
1: mm-hmm.
2: I trust them and we get that all the time now people who we've never met before or who we have met like two years ago or one year ago getting in touch with us now mm. it's incredible to see just the power of that
0: yeah it's I I can relate with that obviously I I met you up at new media europe in manchester and a, mm. a few people were saying to me you know I recognize your voice and um uh, <laughs> your your voice follows me around these different places and it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's incredible you know you, you, you get the same thing with your new, your newsletter so wonderful yeah
2: yeah what what we started doing as well is um the subject line is the opening of a joke you know, <laughs> so um
1: um, You're gonna try to tell one now. Yeah, I was gonna. am gonna fail 21? to tell one. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even think of one. Tell you you'll have to go and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 you will have to go subscribe. But then you
2: have to open the email to find out the punchline. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, that's just a a sneaky trick to try and get people to subscribe to your list. That's what that is. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that an hour ago or so, and I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what I get in there as well. But um, let's 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 segue into the second section of our discussion. So that focuses on your thoughts on where digital marketing has been and where it's heading. So starting off
1: with software I couldn't live without.
0: So what software do you currently use in your business that if someone took away from you, it would significantly impact your marketing success?
1: This is such a tough question, isn't it? We had yeah. to make a list recently of all the software we used, and we like filled a full like sheet of A4 paper I'm, I'm and <laughs> um, crazy. We absolutely swear by Dropbox and Google Drive. We use them kind of every single day. Mm. However, we were thinking about what's not really re- what's irreplaceable. It's like Dropbox, Google Drive. There are other kind of alternatives. What we've been using for the past. Four five months, I would mm. say, that we haven't found a replacement for yet is Edgar. Okay. Have you looked at
0: Edgar, I, I, Edgar? I've I've looked at it. Meet Edgar, yeah, and yeah. um, I I think it's, it's it's a wonderful tool, obviously, because you can schedule your um yeah. your your items indefinitely, can't you? Yeah. In in social so, media, but I I don't actually so use what, it, so you'd obviously really yeah, recommend so, it.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend it. Meet Edgar dot com. So basically, the traditional story is on a Sunday or Monday you know you come in you schedule all your tweets and your Facebook posts and LinkedIn posts and all that um, for the week ahead and it takes you a good few hours to find some great content to link back to all your blogs um, you know you do this on Hoot Tweet or TweetDeck or any, any of the other uh, uh, scheduling platforms out there and then they all go out during the week and it gets the next week, and you have to do it all again, and it's like, oh, what a pain. Um, <laughs> um, so with Edgar, it just goes in a loop. So once you run out of content, it kind of plays back from the same loop. So we spent a good day constantly filling it,
1: so we've got yeah. a ton of... So it's um, not like it's the same stuff going out yeah. every single week. Yeah. So it's great for bloggers, so we have hundreds and hundreds of blogs, mm-hmm. and we just Phil, Edgar with them, basically. And loads of, like, quotes and images and other
2: people's content with Snipply uh, and things like that. So um, every day, like, we're we're posting, like, 20 posts on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, and we don't have to do a single thing for
1: months. And
2: every so often we just feed it and feed it with more stuff. Mm. What it doesn't take
1: away is the engagement, Mm -hmm. which is really important as well. So actually talking to people on things like Twitter, but it's a great conversation starter. Yeah. So a blog will go out automatically. Someone will comment on it or like it or share it or or whatever. And then we can jump into that conversation. That's a great way to
0: describe a conversation starter, because maybe a few people might view it as a set and forget thing, but it's not that, is it? No, no, it's yeah. just
2: a way of reeling people in. So yeah. you don't have to waste time doing the stuff you don't really need to do. You can use your time more effectively actually doing what's going to matter, and that's talking to people.
0: So here's a slightly more challenging question. So, what piece of software right. don't you use, but you've heard good things about it and you intend to try at some point in the near future?
1: Yeah. You can take
2: this one. I'll take this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it in turns. So. <laughs> We absolutely love email marketing, and we've been looking at Infusionsoft for quite some time. Um, But we know it's quite expensive and complicated to use. And what we've recently heard about is an alternative called ConvertKit. Now, Pat Flynn, who we follow quite a lot, Pat's a great guy, We met him in San Diego. Um, He actually uses ConvertKit now. He, He went to Infusionsoft from Aweber, found it was way too difficult, way too complicated, or way too expensive for what he needed to do. And now he's gone on to convert kit and he's, like, preaching about that a lot now.
1: Yeah. Um, so that so kind of really pricked good. our ears up, didn't
2: yeah, it? Yeah. So we had a look at it, and yeah. it looks, like, really
1: cool, yeah. doesn't it?
2: It's all the power of infusion, soft, but easier than MailChimp. That's, like, the slogan, so... That sounds good to us. We're looking into
1: that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've had a look into that as well, and it's it certainly looks like to be a great tool for bloggers. Uh, but mm-hmm. do you think it it could be just as good a tool for other types of businesses? You know, that that um that don't rely on on, on blogging. Uh, have you looked into that much?
2: Yeah, I think it's primarily for bloggers, podcasters, uh, people that do webinars and that kind of thing. So, I mean, the people that, that are listening to this podcast. Should be into that kind of stuff. It's kind of digital marketing, so you know, we're highly recommending it here. Um, for more traditional industries, perhaps, perhaps not. Depends. Depends if you're into that kind of thing. Um,
0: yeah.
2: You don't want a meatball Sunday, um, yeah. <laughs> as Seth Godin would say.
0: Yeah. What it's- book's that from?
2: Meatball Sunday. <laughs> uh, so he-, he says that basically you-, you would never eat a meatball Sunday. So the meatballs are your traditional businesses and the ice cream and the sprinkles and the cherry on top that's all the kind of fancy pants marketing you know that's the digital marketing aspect i guess and he basically says they don't go together very well
0: yeah so i'm gonna have to um uh, check that one out i don't think i've heard of that one before i don't think it's one
1: of his most well-known ones actually but it's a brilliant book that's, really that's cool. a yeah.
0: very interesting recommendation because uh, yeah. i'm not sure if you know you guys know i'm doing another podcast called com. it's with yeah. a, a few other podcasters in the uk so we all read the same book each month and then review it after that so yeah. i'm oh, always on the lookout cool. for decent you know new business books to check out so. <laughs> yeah all
1: that's right. a good that's
0: one good. that's a good one good okay well i'll check that out and i'll also make a, a list of all the the links that you've uh, mentioned there within that section yeah. and um list it within the the show notes at digitalmarketingradio.com but mm-hmm. Let's move on to.
2: I wish I would have.
0: So I'd like you to look back (laughs) on the very first day that you're involved in trying to market a business online. What didn't you do so well? What do you wish that you would have done differently?
2: Yeah, so we were thinking about this one. And I think our biggest issue was we didn't focus on enough on what we were doing, essentially niching. So the, the moment we said, this is what we do, this is all that we do, go tell everyone else, this is what we do was the moment like our business went from blah to bing. Um, you know, did that's you when make, it really took off. So
0: Did you also make a list of what you don't do as well?
1: Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that we did do that we didn't really enjoy. It was making us money at the kind of the very early mm. stages. So websites yeah. was something that we used to do in-house. But it was never our passion. It was never something that we really enjoyed. So we built up connections with people that could do it a lot better than us and enjoy it as well. (laughs) (laughs) Because the moment you say to people, this is not what
2: I do, that's really powerful because Mm. it basically basically sets you aside as an expert in what you do. It Mm. positions you a lot better, so you're not an odd job, you're not a do it all kind of person. Mm. There's way too many marketing companies out there who do every aspect of marketing. Or there's way too many accountants who do every type of accounting or um, every type of financial planner who does every type of financial planners. Why not do a certain niche for a certain type of people uh, person? and that, that's much do it more really powerful well. and do it really well
0: mm. Oh, that's a great piece of advice okay well i'm going to look forward to how you actually interact with the next round uh which is
2: the this or that
0: round because uh <laughs> two of you here i'm not sure <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. could do it one of you and <laughs> the, the next one after Wait. that we'll,
2: we'll, we were we'll, thinking <laughs> of doing it like a, the mr and mrs style <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's, that's an english tv show reference yeah <laughs> uh,
0: I'll leave it with you and see
1: how We'll answer. Agree. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't like, turn into amaki
0: here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we we'll so at the same time. Yeah.
0: Ten quick questions um, for those of you who haven't listened to this before. Just two rules here. Not uh, to think about the answer too much. And you're only allowed to say the word both on one occasion.
1: This would be a good point for the lights to come down. Email or Twitter? Email. <laughs> Email.
0: Audio or video? video? Video. Affiliates or display advertising? Affiliates. Affiliates. Facebook or Google Plus?
2: Facebook.
0: Online press releases or one-on-one relations?
2: One-on-one relations.
0: Paid search or SEO? SEO.
1: Email contact
0: form (laughs) or telephone number? (laughs) Email
1: Uh, email, Email. contact form, yeah.
0: Website or app? Website. Website. Social subscriber or email subscriber? Email
1: Email. subscriber, definitely.
0: Local marketing or global marketing?
1: Global. Global. big. (laughs) think big.
0: And Andrew or Pete? i had to get one that you try and disagree with can there ask, yes can you ask that to everybody please? <laughs> <laughs> i was it, was it was it was it was funny actually in the very first ep- uh, episode of digital marketing radio i interviewed john lee dumas and um Fantastic. at the end of that i asked him chris ducker or pat flynn <laughs> that was brilliant what he, he, he just laughed but then he said oh, chris man. ducker actually oh, <laughs> so that was great really interesting one Jimmy uh, dimus
2: is our favourite guy ever he's so yeah. nice to us he's brilliant
0: <laughs> Oh, he's uh, he's amazing. The quantity that he keeps on spitting out, I'm just wondering if he yeah. can keep on going forever. So yeah, well, that's what we well, were that's said what saying about frequency.
2: quantity. Frequency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A frequency. That's his story. That's his legacy that he passes on. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. But um, obviously, he delivers quality. But um, is it possible to deliver just the same quality if you keep on pushing the quantity up?
1: Mm. Something that you have to keep
2: an eye on. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he switches it up every so often with slightly different questions. Um, mm-hmm. But if you've got something that works and it's, cur- it's creating a story, you know, you're constantly getting more and more people. So everyone that listens to it will then go and tell other people how cool it is. You know, oh my God, have you heard this guy that does a podcast like every day? Every day? <laughs> That's cool. The $10,000 question.
0: If I was to give you $10,000 and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business, what would you spend it on and how would you measure success?
2: A really nice suit. <laughs> a nice holiday. <laughs> no, um, this is a tough one um, because there's so many things you could do. For us, if you find something that's like successful and you can scale it up, then why not do that? So for us, we would say probably some kind of Facebook ad or something. So we we've got some ads running like at the moment that are getting us leads like for like fifty p. Um, that's cool. So if we invested ten thousand pounds or ten thousand dollars into that, we could get twenty thousand leads. Essentially, that would be quite nice. So, what type um, of
0: Facebook advertising is working best for you at the moment?
2: it's it's offering lead magnets um mm. so, so
0: is this advertising In and news feeds then and um
1: yeah we tend to go for the news feed mm. on mobile and on desktop as well yeah yeah and I both
0: mobile the- and desktop convert it just the same for you
1: no
2: they don't convert at the same but we try them both um mm. the, the the desktop's better for us but yeah mm. it's different for everyone i guess so
0: yeah, it's intriguing. It changes all the time, but you have to keep on a combination yeah, between experimenting and, and, yeah. and keep... Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Another thing maybe what we would do at this point is we'd spend the money maybe setting up a conference or something like that mm. and, and using that money to maybe pay a big speaker and then using that as leverage to get other big speakers mm. um, because then you can... Start to uh, leverage their crowd and pull in bigger crowds and all this, and then you can use some of the budget to to do Facebook ads or other ads to push it out
1: there. Um, It'll be one that'd be a great like way. A conference to... organized in one day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, is it one day? Yeah. <laughs> wow, well. sorry to play by the rules. Yeah. <laughs> is that something you think you're
0: doing is? in the future? Um, arranging your own conference,
1: maybe. Watch this space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I
2: was going to get an exclusive there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be any conference. Yeah, if yeah, conference. Yeah. We're going to break some rules. Yeah. yeah, we're going to break some rules. My number
0: one takeaway. Well, guys, you've offered a lot of great advice in our conversation, but what's the number one takeaway? What's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement in their own
2: businesses? The number one tip is to stand out and be remarkable. So we don't want you to go away and think that you need to be good at what you do. We don't want you to go away and think you need to be great at what you do or even amazing. We want you to be remarkable. And when we say remarkable, we only say that because it's worth making a remark about. So if you're not getting people to spread the word about you, then your business isn't going to fly as much as it should do or it could do. So if you can create an experience or have a story that people just have to pass on to other people, then your business is going to fly. Like we were saying before, you can either be better or you can be remarkable. When we were saying about, you know, speed, frequency, usefulness, and quality, they're great. And if someone says, hey, do you know um, a marketing company who's good? And you might get recommended because you stood out and you're different because you're better in those qualities that's fine but you never you're never just going to be freely spoken about that way if you are remarkable then people are going to talk about you no matter what because they have to because it it means a lot to them they need to just get it out there they need to tell other people Mm. so we have loads we wanted to share so much more um on how to do that how to be so remarkable that people just have to speak about you. Um, But maybe we can do that
1: Mm -hmm. another
0: time. Maybe you'll have to come come back on again in the future.
1: Creating all that, all you need is black eyeshadow and some smoke pellets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So are you a Purple Cow fan as well then?
1: Yeah, Yeah, we love Purple Cow. Probably one of the first business books we ever read, I would say. And it kind of like Yeah, we our mind to this. We actually met Seth Godin not a few so long weeks ago. ago yeah he was in london like on a one-off kind of q and a mm. and that would just be all mine he was amazing yeah
2: he's
1: so humble as
0: well. he's a great great guy wow okay well you guys have been great you know so i really appreciate you, uh, you coming along today so um what's the best way for audience to to find out more about you and what you do
2: so people uh <laughs> <laughs> we we um, love twitter okay, so okay. if you could tweet at us at andrew and pete um, For those of you best. audio
0: listeners, there's a there's a big banner going in front of us now. Andrew <laughs> and Pete. <laughs> yeah,
1: we didn't we didn't audio proof. This. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, tweets so. at Andrew and Pete. Yeah, Andrew and really easy to remember. Yeah, all the links are on there to find us online. Yeah, uh, we'd love it if people can connect with
2: us. Tell us what we thought of it. Um, and if we can help anyone out, if in any way we can, then we'd love to. You know know how I was saying about the boring aspects? Um, Like, we don't offer free consultations. We offer zombies. So a zombie (laughs) is like a free half hour of our time to help you as much as we can. Um, And that is 100% free. There's no obligation. Um, It's a no-brainer, so that's why we call it the zombie.
1: And on the boring as well, go follow us on Twitter and see what our really irritating auto-DM is. Yeah. We've got the best auto-DM you'll ever receive.
2: <laughs> you won't regret it. You won't regret it. We get so many good comments for it. There is
0: an enticing <laughs> offer for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stuff. So thanks to Andrew and Pete, and thank you for listening too. Uh, if you enjoyed what my guest shared today, here's what you can help. Go to your friend's iPhone and go to the podcast app and search for Digital Marketing Radio. Click on the show and then hit the subscribe button and make them listen too. Finally, I'm also hosting another live show every Friday called This Week in Organic. So he- head over to thisweekinorganic.com to find out more about that. But that's all about <laughs> all the show for now. Until we meet again, adios. And thank you, and Andrew and Pete, for joining us. It was great.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, David.